Tell you what, if you haven't had a burrito at Cat and Cloud, west side, east side, no matter what, they're good. When you get this nice char yeah. oh, on the outside of the burrito, that's when the it's Maillard good. flavor just really, mmm. It's like it's been toasted just perfect right before third well, crack. Well, now I'm hungry. Maillard. Uh, what do you guys want to talk about? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what? I want to know what you guys think about this podcast. The one we're sitting in right now? What do you mean? We haven't really talked about this card system. Mm. We've been kind of just rolling with it. And I feel like when I was at it, editing this week's podcast, the one that came out today, um, I had a lot of feels towards it. Mm. I feel like we're not aligning on it. Not in a bad way, just in kind of like a, I want to know how it's going. What I want to have feedback. What made you feel that way? What were you listening to that made you feel that way? Wait, let me flip this. What do you want on our podcast? I feel like that's maybe where we could go here. No, I want to know what he, I, he's got to answer my question first. It's, you, you must answer the question. That means Chris said something to you that's hurt your feelings. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> Get to the bottom of this before you start getting all the employees mad at us. Dude. So, for example, with these cards. The card, the idea behind the cards was to give you guys a a space to operate in. Mm -hmm. It was, cool, you don't have to come up with the topic. I'm going to provide you with the topic. And in case you need some help going on it, there's some questions here. Right. You don't have to answer these questions, but, like, this is the idea of the topic. Sure. And I feel like it became into, we have to answer... As an owner, how do you stay connected to your team? That's the question. And yeah. so it's like just kind of like this idea of. But what made you feel that way? Or what uh, were you hearing that made you uh, So think specifically the, the one I'm talking about is I asked you like, is it, what's the importance of relationships in business? And it was <laughs> what did like. I say? Was I another? It was, you guys just were like, cool, we, we did it in 10 minutes. You didn't even talk on the topic of like. We are in a specialty industry that involves, you know, connecting. We talk with, about mission linen. You talking about mission linen, but like remember there was that? a, you know, mm, you, yeah, did, you didn't touch that. on the aspect of like what well, we deal with growers and what's the importance of those relationships. And I don't know, it just felt like it was a really kind of like a, well, we answered it, we're done. Hmm. And so I don't know, it just it left me feeling weird. And I thought, I like oh, that. this is a good time to like maybe align on how things are going. Here's how I see it. That was the second part of the podcast, and this is the thing that we traditionally do is we get into it pretty hard on something, and then we try to do a second one, and we're like, yeah, I did it. I blew it. I did it all today. And we have actually a lot to say, but we might have used our, our like best, sure, best words on something already. We squeezed the juice a little too hard. You squeezed the juice a little too hard. And if the question isn't um, comprehensive enough, which I actually don't think – Maybe in some cases like that one, because you did have something more you wanted to hear, there was an opportunity. Sure. But if the question is something that could be broad after we squeeze the juice too tight, that's what'll happen. <laughs> and I, I totally can, I can own that for myself, you know, because you, you totally engage in this thing and then you try to switch gears into another thing. But what happens for me is there's a shit ton of stuff happening at work that requires a certain kind of brain space. This is just me, right? Yeah. And this is how I work. Then there's this podcast, which we make happen and I care about and like and is very adaptive. The best yeah. part of the most consistent thing about it is the card. Otherwise, right, you kind of are like and, and the timing. Mm -hmm. 
otherwise it's kind of like are we doing it inside the day or outside none of this detracts from it no no not but at all. i would say there's opportunity for it to be more and i also and i think all both of you maybe not true are so busy with some of the things we talked about in the episode prior to this that i'm not worried about uh adjusting it i'm just worried about trying to do or uh, focusing on trying to do a good job with what comes to the table yeah so the first part of this conversation like i said we squeeze the juice too tight and then it's like i just don't really have uh the prompt doesn't get me deep enough sure sure you maybe have an opportunity there and then the nature of the beast is like yeah sure it'd be really cool if we had a like a uh some ways to feel like we were able to engage the audience through what i'm talking about and ask have some asks and pull them back in yeah that would be, I think, on a group, and it could be on you, but I don't expect you to come up with, like, the A to Z details, you know, like, do we have an intro? Do we want, like, we haven't talked about this stuff, do we? Yeah. Do we talk about and get people to come look at our website to try to get some stuff because they actually think it's cool? You know, like, what are we going to do with the whole podcast? Great question. It, I don't have a lot of energy to help right now. Yeah. And I think that's part of why I don't think about it. From, from my perspective, I have always, the fact that I'm sitting here feels weird to me. Because I have always not wanted to interject myself. But we need help. Sure. (laughs) It's always been something where it has always been you. It's always been a strong you two thing. It's always been a strong Chris and Jared thing. And that is the, I think, some of the magic of it because of how well you guys can communicate to one another. Um, And so that's where I've felt I've felt worried about interjecting myself. Or trying to guide the conversation. You're only making it better by being here. Great. Uh, I, true. I think the the prompts are great. Sometimes, sometimes we miss the mark, like Jared said, and then sometimes, you know, it doesn't mean it's a bad prompt. Like you're like, no, you guys no, yeah, no. You guys didn't talk about this, this, that, and it's like, well, we just weren't thinking about that at that particular time. Yeah. You know, it's not that it's not important to us. It's not anything. It's just yeah. a big. A big question. Yeah. Where do you go in and how deep do you go? Yeah. You know, you could record a month of podcast straight on how to navigate relationships. Or yeah, you yeah, anyway, you want I, I think you yeah. being here and being able to ask questions in real time is not necessarily it's not it's definitely not derailing the conversation sure it's just adding a richness because you get to be curious in real life rather than just leaving us to do whatever we're gonna do sure you know well there's a new page turn with that as well because we know each other the antithesis of what you're saying with us knowing each other so well is that you can maybe like we know where we're going a lot of the time without trying to necessarily go there and because of that you as an individual and myself would be like dude i've already said this like 20 times so it doesn't take away the poignancy of it in the context of the question sometimes, mm-hmm. but you might you might not go as deep as you want because I'm like, dude, I don't want to talk people's ear off and say the same thing in a different way for the yeah. umpteen thousandth time. And I actually don't think we do that as a podcast, but I do think I feel that way occasionally, and I think that's what's been um, a struggle for both he and, and I over the years since, it's sure. been, since 2015, 16 when we started this thing. Yeah. As we've evolved, this is like the core of this whole thing still comes to our company values and some personal values that sit, you know, very similarly aligned to our company. And it all kind of revolves back to that and our ideals and the ethos. So yeah. those don't 
change a lot and there is infinite things to say about them in unique ways based on day-to-day things those day-to-day things though aren't always top of mind you know i'm a i'm a single dad try to keep a house in order try to help run a business and keep myself healthy and keep you know that's that's to me is a really overwhelming thing so He's I'm learning to try to manage that them. and, and engage yeah. here, you know, so yeah. you're really helpful in that way. And I think you and, and, you know, this is a project and we could probably go deeper and further in a lot of different ways where you'd be extremely helpful in making this more valuable. I yeah. wouldn't task you with that right now. I Well, yeah, I think, I think where this came from was again, asking about the cards and how can I put more intention into them? Um, or at least get your guys's point of view on them mm. just so that, cause I know Chris, you, you really enjoy going deeper. You really enjoy, you, you really enjoy the interview type situation. Yeah. yeah. And well, these cards aren't, these cards are me asking the questions without being there, without being like, Oh, go deeper on that. That's why I think you here is the best sure. way to do this podcast. I mean, when we were talking about relationships with your manager transitioning into being a leader and you asked the question oh what was your first experience being a manager and where did it go wrong that's the perfect question question. that leads to a story that i never would have told if we were just left with maybe thought about yeah i never would have thought about it yeah yeah so that's where i think having an individual human doing that kind of interview thing is just super beneficial because like Jared said, you know, at the core of all of these things, a lot of it boils down to the same five cultural elements. So it's really how's well, the reason why you open up the card and be like, we've talked about this before. Exactly. Haven't we? That's why every card, it feels like I've read it before when I haven't, it's a yeah. different question. It's a different it's question. rooted in the same, same fundamental concepts. So to have someone help guide it, guides us through it is super valuable. That's my perspective. I've also been worried throughout this whole process of asking those things. Asking a question that's on level. I I speak with my hands and I speak with visuals a lot, so I'm going to start using numbers. Like asking a question that's on level Michael's two when visuals. you guys are on level 10 or something like that to where it's just like. I appreciate you thinking we're on level 10. You're, <laughs> probably not. What do you mean by levels, though? Uh, it's the it's the as we were just talking about in the last podcast where it is a question that like is important to a frontliner versus a question that is important to an owner it's just different perspectives sort of thing if that makes any sense i trying to ask the relevant questions to somebody that is you know above me in a position if that we're makes just not sense. above you. I don't think we above just happen to no, be here. No, I'm not saying you. that's accurate. I'm just yeah. saying like that's that's a fear of mine to where well, it's just like. Well, I appreciate the perspective. I think it's yeah. a normal human perspective to assume that the thing is that we talked about it in the last pa- podcast. Chris talked about it too. Well, whether it's the last one ever it comes out, but we, <laughs> Chris me. and I, inherently are not any more special than anybody else in this company. Sure. Right. Everybody here, technically could figure out how to open a business with its own values and do every single thing that he and I did. We weren't trained to be business owners. We did invest time. So I think when I hear that, I'm like, sure, we have earned the right via time tenure, via mostly mistakes and the ability to pay attention and to learn, earned what we have and and, and bring people along with us, earned what we have in this company. 
But that doesn't make us more special. It makes us determined. It makes us uh, humble enough to uh, and adaptive, you know, like it makes us all of these things. What it doesn't make us is better or different, maybe different actually than some people, but not more or less able. I mean, I was I grew up hella poor. I wasn't I am a white male, so we can assume I have some form of privilege just like that. But like I didn't come from a place where it was like someone caked me out and I started a business because I could buy a business and kill it, you know, and like invest all this time. It was all bootstrappy in some capacity. So I guess when I hear you say that, I'm like, I associate as best I can, whatever conversation that comes to the card, I try to form it in such a way. That's why I think a lot of things I talk about sound broad so that anybody can grasp the concept. Yeah. And I don't try to grab it and put it specifically to an owner because what I'm talking about, I've experienced literally from, day one through where I'm at now and the concepts don't change. Like you said, the concepts are still applicable. I just expect people to be like we were and be like, this is how it's applicable to where I'm at now. And that's your work to do as the person listening. Yeah. And that's what I want. My, I would dream of everybody who works with me. This is a pipe dream because this is where I have to be a leader and help. But I would, I would hope that everybody who works with and for me and this company assumes that and does that work themselves as well. Yeah. And that's, that's actually something I need to learn to not do because I can't assume everybody can do that or is interested in doing that. I think, I think the other thing too is when I'm asking questions, I'm trying to, I'm trying to put my, put myself in the listeners ears. You're very good at that across the board. Uh, Trying to. And for me, it's like, am I asking a question that's big enough? But then I ask a question that's too big. And there is no such thing. Well, right, but that, this is the thought process that goes through my head. Yeah, um, and then it's because for us, we have this content mission of like trying to create stuff that is in service of others. We sure. want we want other people to be able to learn and grow. And Nico has a really big truck, diesel um, baby. <laughs> so it's I'm thinking of that, and that's where I feel like there is. I want to align more on where it's just like, I will ask this question with this perspective, but you guys will be coming at it from a different perspective. And I want to make sure. I mean, that's great though. Cause that's what yeah. a conversation is. Yeah, exactly. You know, two, two or more people engaging in different perspectives and, you know, thinking connection when you're what? talking about thinking from <laughs> our you know, listeners perspective, I think that was a Webster dictionary. There is the no, one kind of cat and cloud listener right if you there i don't think we have a certain archetype if i was gonna have to pin down our archetype i would say it's people people who are like interested in being better than they were learning and growing in some way and And maybe they find us slightly entertaining and some of those people are probably you know a good portion of them are probably somehow affiliated with the coffee industry but i think they're some of them are baristas, some of them are business owners, some of them work in the service industry, some of them are just interested in culture in general, and there is no one perspective of those people. So I think if you're just simply being curious, you're about as close as anyone could be to a fan or a listener you just happen to work here. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we I mean, have a longstanding relationship. Yeah. Knowing us I was, since we were those people. So I would that say I that if about. you have yeah. a curiosity around a certain thing, there's a, probably a pretty good chance that through the conversation about said topic, 
a lot of different people are going to get a lot of different types of value from it. And like Jared said, it's up to the listener to distill what they're hearing and put it to work or not in a way that works for them. How do you think... You talked analytics last time, baby. Analytics, baby. Okay, you, beard. Do you have any? <laughs> Man, I just saw. I heard his story because I'm I'm one episode from finishing. I heard his story oh. last night. And th- did you finish it? Yeah, yeah. So I, you know, anyway, <laughs> touching story. Very. Um, <laughs> analytics, baby. <laughs> what do we got? They're like, what do people say? I know you. You write. You know, you ask people to to give, uh, to ask questions. Do people do you ever, do we ever fish? You know, well that's what the, do they want from? What do you want from me, dude? That's the that's the thing. We so we did a Q and A. Yeah, like I I posted on social a few weeks ago about like, hey guys, like hey, do you yeah. have any questions for the podcast? And then like we were scrolling through them, and you were like, who even listens to our podcast? Like, what are these questions? And so that in the crux is where I find myself, to where it's finding the bridge of people asking like the seemingly simple questions not that everyone's asking simple questions but it's just like you know bridging the two worlds to where it's like you guys are asking this question but what that question the heart of that question is really like one of these five main value things that we always talk about and how it's like service how you serve your guests is really the most important thing and it's kind of that weird in between to where it's just like, yeah, we have these analytics. We have these people who are constantly being like, what's your brew recipe for this? And it's just like, you can talk about brew recipes all day, but yeah. do, do your guests feel cared for when they yeah. come in? Are you just a home barista? How yeah. do I bridge those two worlds? And that's where I'm trying to ask how you guys are feeling about things. How are these cards helping? Is there any feedback for me in that scenario? No, I just to go. To, I go to problem solving with that one. I go to okay, what are the opportunities? So I don't. I wouldn't call it a pro. Uh, I wouldn't say there's something maybe something specific for you. What I'm hearing, I didn't read those by the way. Maybe you two did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We looked I'm at hearing you as were one at example. A, you were at that, an appointment. Yeah, I, had a, I totally. But I have whether it's Mark or maybe an opportunity for people that they actually maybe do want to see he or myself get into that stuff. Like maybe there's a fun opportunity. I mentioned. And I did it the other day, right? I was dialing in. The live, yeah. Yeah, and I just was like, hey, I'm going to dial in this, these three Kenyan coffees to decide what's going to be our next one or two single origins on our menu. Yeah. We're going to do this whole program, and it's going to be a thing. And but whole program. It's a program. It's a program called Single Origin Coffee. <laughs> Have you ever heard of it before? <laughs> it's my new live podcast. But I was like, what happens uh, if I throw this on live? Because I'm going to be doing this anyway, and I'm standing here by myself. Maybe I can include some people, and I'm going to redistribute manually because I just want to redistribute manually, and I don't want to grab these tools. Yeah, and that was it. But, I mean, maybe we're just seeing an opportunity for us to have a little bit of fun and engage yeah. people in that way. Maybe we just – you asked, hey, would you do this again? Was it fun? And I was like, yeah, actually it was. I mean, I got to see and talk to literally people from all over the U.S. and the world oh, yeah. briefly. I got to involve our team a little bit, all right, bring Dulce, bring some people on. Kelly jumped on. It's just – it was engaging. And it was something that wasn't terribly hard, and it falls in line with work that we need to do anyway. So maybe it's an opportunity. That's all. So if somebody's asking for that, cool. Maybe there is a way to, between Mark and myself, or Dulce or whoever, to answer some of those questions mm-hmm. in a format like that that doesn't, that does feel like a waste for this podcast. And I wouldn't say that to, to, to slight anybody 
who's out there who wants to talk about that stuff, but the audience we are hitting is broader. And to your point, us giving you an espresso recipe or any sort of recipe or any sort of specific way we do things is cool. It's not actually going to help you as an individual be better at any of the work that you're about to do. Yeah. Because I'm sure Chris would argue this. There's a thousand trillion different recipes you could follow on the internet for any sort of coffee. And most of them are going to result in something around the ratio of one to two or one to 1.5. And there's usually a time frame that's almost the same between two and four minutes, closer probably to three. And unfortunately, for everybody who wants to geek out, those 10 to 15 seconds that so-and-so who's the champion did with two filters is not going to make you the champion. <laughs> it's just another way of brewing coffee. Well, the and whole... it's still fun, but it's just like, oh, that's not the I point. Know. See? So, I, I mean, I mean, well, it can be fun. I, but... I agree with, with pretty much everything that you're saying, <laughs> that all of these brew recipes for coffee live in this really narrow window, right? The difference between them is so small. And where I'm coming from is... The fun part isn't knowing the recipe. It's the doing it yourself. The fun part is figuring the recipe out. Using you know? your mouth to actually get better at yeah, this thing. Yeah, I totally agree too. It's not like, Good oh, point. I need to have Jared. Point. I need to have Jared's recipe. It's like, no, I'm gonna go on the adventure and find my own recipe. Right. Like, what, what do I love? What do I love? It's Jesus, and that's where I was frustrated with some of the questions. I think there were a few things wrong with the questions. One, Instagram is not the best place to get thoughtful questions. Not because the people on there, but because no, the format in which short. you have to type your question, yeah. it's so short. Yeah, you, you know, sure. if people have something. something deeper, they have to edit in their head, or it's like, what can I fit in this little box? Yeah, and that's a challenge. And that's really, really tricky, yeah. right? And then you've got the <coughs> that mixed in with the more kind of coffee-specific stuff, which, again, a podcast isn't the best place to tackle this. It's not really our highest contribution. Also, that information, like you said, it's just out there, you know? It's like a million times over. None of that over. stuff is a mystery anymore, yeah. you know? So, but that's even a great answer. And it, it does feel right. You throw that on a podcast and we, what you just said is like between the two of us is enough to answer it. It's also not necessarily the most engaging answer for some people. They're like, oh yeah, go figure it out yourself. And it's like, I get it. You want me to tell you how to make the best coffee on earth, but it really comes down to how well you prepare whatever that ratio is. And I'm not doing it for you. And I'm not going to stand there and tell you to like, Whatever, wet the grounds perfectly. Make sure the coffee's actually the water's actually super hot, <laughs> and like you, know, you don't have to worry about scorching the beans. You know, it's whereas like, like if you take that and let's say you took espresso, translated it into a video format, then fun. maybe you get a little more juice out of it because there are all these. The recipe is not actually what's making the coffee delicious that's part of it but then there's all these intangible things that are hard to describe via a podcast that you do as a barista that you would really want to show someone to make your coffee way more tasty well that's where insta live could be fun right because then somebody could just ask you which they did they asked me some questions in the moment right they type them in and you're like sick i can answer that question maybe even show you you know whether it's insta live or not it could literally just be a video like you said they're different things and they're just they're fun in different ways. One of them is a video that you can post and save forever with um more control from our side. The other one is is more off the cuff and entertaining for a completely different reason. Right. right? And, and you think... can still save it and, and it still can be valuable for somebody, yeah. right? What? But they're different, right? Yeah. You're gonna you're at the you're at the mercy of whoever 
is at the helm of the video and then whatever comes in in that moment, depending on the day, which could be a shit ton of people or it could be also like I was getting spammed like crazy by some girl in Turlock who was awesome. <laughs> but she was going to be like, marry me. I want to have your babies. I love you. Like just going off. And what Kelly was you, like, what did you say? Did you say yes? <laughs> well, at first it, it, it ramped up. Then Kelly was, Kelly was sitting there and we were like kind of just laughing. I just ended up starting doing Nora. I was like, thank you for all the kind. She's all, Turlock, I'm screenshotting huh? this. And like, come to the 209, baby, and all this stuff like that. So like, like I said, a live. That was like, me. You saw it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Wonder where she works. Can't wait to go visit. About, yeah, Chris, you're out there, dude. I'm not, 209 for a I was like, oh, you're, you're near Baca. Yeah. Lives. I was like, you're near Baca. They're Soren's like, a 209 or two, dude. Oh, dude, maybe it was. Yeah. Anyway, maybe it's one of Soren's friends. <laughs> maybe you were getting fully spammed for real. <laughs> Yeah, I would, but I did get spammed. That person like was just dropping them on the thread, and so you are at the mercy of what could happen, right? Well, they're four different yeah. things, you know. Oh, he's broken it down. Teachers teach. Let's go. Well, at least in my mind, the way that we have this podcast set up right now, it's kind of eighty percent knowledge base, and maybe twenty percent is being generous of pure entertainment. Whereas, yeah, we should be funnier. We could be funnier. <laughs> we could be get a soundboard far more. Superior and hilarity. Awesome. <laughs> a soundboard, if it had quotes from us that we could work into the conversation and make them feel natural. That, would that be actually, if be you collected like some of our best quotes or weird quips and just kind of playing them on the fly, or Mark Gessler hot takes that we could interject. Into oh my gosh! The, or Gene says the weirdest, funniest shit. Actually, when she's some of that there. stuff would be really awesome. We That'd get sound bites hilarious. and recordings of different hot takes and just like. You do have a little mini commercial break that's our own, but it's like a hot take from throw, Mark. Throw them in or there. Or even ourselves. We have plenty of hot or takes. Or like feed them into the conversation. So yeah. it's not super entertainment focused. Yeah. A video, like a YouTube video, tutorial style, is also really educational just in a different kind of way. And I would say that things like Instagram Live, although they're, they can be educational, those are more entertainment focused where it's someone's just sitting there. Someone's, oh man, I happen to be there. Yeah. I got a few minutes to kill. I wasn't really planning on diving deep about brewing coffee, but Jared's yeah. there. This I like espresso. I'm going to watch. I'm just going to tune in and ask some questions. That's yeah. more of and just only like like a straight entertainment 15 thing. to 20 people tops at one time were sitting there because nobody really is going to stick around for a long period of time unless they have nothing to do. And most people don't have nothing to do. Yeah. You know, so they Most might go back and watch don't. it, though. You know, for instance, when Chris and I went the beginning of the pandemic, where we had to work like six days in a row opening Portola because there was nobody available. I like threw on IG live and recorded us working in bar for whatever and saved it for 20 minutes. Maybe it was. That was fairly popular. And it was popular. But not only that, like I had people responding and shooting me like, hey, I could I've watched this for three hours on repeat, like watching the flow. And. That's that's one where it's that's more probably, educational. It's more too, educational because yeah. if you're paying attention to that one, you're not only seeing us mostly killing it, making mistakes a little bit, but like you're seeing us communicate. You're seeing a picture of what it feels like to be in a cafe with us, and hopefully, if you're like the people I asked about, you're saying, "Oh, where could I step up my game? Yeah, where could the, I be?" the The question that this is coming back to for me is, how do I continue that mission for our content? Of how do I be of service how do i help this podcast be of service to the people that are listening and this is trying service these... i would like it to be f entertaining and fun and oh funnier. yeah and that comes down to you guys like you guys your your connection is that it's, it might also though you might be to... helpful because being able to yeah, riff yeah. off somebody this is the this is our issue again we're so used to like get and maybe actually this is life stuff too we just gotta like <laughs> 
really just lighten our lives up in general. But like, <laughs> I I like coming here and expect to take this podcast kind of seriously. Same. And it's I kind of I and I used to, I used to feel like I could be a little more all over the place with it. Mm-hmm. And I think we could afford to be a little more all over the place at the same time, though. To probably something you might say, and what I believe is that we do want to offer value, and so we need somebody to combo. Rain us in if we decide to have be in a mood where it's like I just want to go off, so that we can deliver something valuable. Hot take. <laughs> I mean, it's for real, you know, like because I and, and then you also need to be you need to be a good editor in case we blow it and say something we're not allowed to say. Yeah, we I would haven't say been about eighty nine percent of our funniest content is completely inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. And it's like when you and, and I we are, are just funny hanging as shit, out, dog. Every time I'm just like, man, we should record this shit. And we say it. It would be fucking amazing and but it's like comedians it's like stuff that you don't actually mean you want you say it because it'd be funny to hear somebody say it and then you're like i don't like mean any of this stuff it's, it's just funny it's or, actually really funny because is it though it's, it's not funny enough so bro. funny well when we were when you feel taken care of what's your that like? tell, me, yeah, tell me more dude <laughs> but say less I, I was thinking i'm thinking back to something i wrote Taken care of. <laughs> what, was, what was your I'm blog that we started last one. last one you were here? Oh gosh, gotcha. you had a new blog or a different show? It against... Oh, it was uh, Keys to the Cafe. Not yeah, Keys to the sorry, show. Keys, to, Keys the to the Cafe. cafe. <laughs> On your blog, Keys to the Cafe. Um, I I was thinking about why good service is so powerful. It's because you feel taken care of, and when you're put when you feel taken care of, you're put at ease. Your mind is open to other things. Imagine going into a cafe. You give them this big complex order. And then one of those things is wrong. Are you then thinking about, you know, what cool conversation is happening with the people you're with? No, you're like, they screwed up this drink. Is that drink going to be wrong too? You're not thinking about things that are arguably more important to think about. So here, with this kind of relationship that you two have, it makes me, when I listen to it, comfortable. Mm. And then I start processing things. And then I, and so it's like that kind of dynamic where it's just like, yeah, it is entertaining. See, I, I want to say like five things to that and I can't say any of them on the fly. So here's what, here's what I can say. We haven't found the solution I'm to this yet. Now. Well, there's things you're actually, <laughs> you'll never I think, know. Yeah, dude, <laughs> there's things that you're missing in my opinion. Ooh, not I'm missing something. Well, we as a company are missing mm, them oh, or okay. have the opportunity for them. It's also a very big challenge and it's something that takes a lot of intention and it takes that ability to flow and adapt, which is you, I agree. Taking care of people is there's something to that, but there's also, if it's entertaining, like there's a, there's a level of feeling taken care of when mistakes happen. Cause they will happen. Right. Yeah. If it's entertaining, you actually might not be so bummed about a small mistake if it feels sure. awesome all the sure. time. Right. So I wrote a long time ago, like how do we make and showcase content that has, is engaging. It's entertaining. It's just aesthetically pleasing and it's contract content driven and applicable. Like those five things. And that's if all those five things are happening, you're hitting all the engage the places not maybe maybe not. You could argue I don't know if I'm right sure. or not. But you know, with those five things and I'd say we do most of that, but we do take it really seriously. And yeah. I think with more entertainment, like for instance, like I'll listen to this with my, my girlfriend and a lot of it unless you're in the industry, they're not into, and then they hit these nuggets. So like maybe we could 
I'm literally spitballing shit off the fly, right? Great. Maybe we could Huberman lab it and make sure that like certain points of the content are like broken up in the minutes so that people can be like, I can skip to the part I really want to hear about, which I actually think is Huberman lab is pretty smart. I don't know if you listen, but he's got too many commercials. I like the timestamps. But the timestamps yeah. are time super are helpful yeah. in that way. And I, I'm not saying we're doing a bad job. I actually think we do a good job. I'm just saying, is there a way for us to measure any of those things? I don't know. I know that there's times when I'm less, I'm for sure less entertaining and more like trying to be really serious about the concept because I'm valuing it. It's really and I want to come off as a professional. There's a, there's a, there's a really fun <clears throat> dynamic that happens every time you guys start reading a card. Chris, you ask, you read the card, and then Jared talks for five minutes. And That's then because you I come need, in. he needs his moment to <laughs> yeah, think. He I'm helping. To think. Yeah, I'm all cool. I, I got a spitball for a sec because yeah. he's like, "What do you? You? I feel like you have something on your mind." Oh yeah, yeah. That's a great question. <laughs> that's a really that's a really good prompt, dude. Well, you're just sitting there. And Sounds I feel like, like you got something on your mind. It's yeah. <laughs> Did you read that book? <laughs> no, no. Coaching habit? That's never, not the coaching habit. Never is split it? the difference. No, that's that one. Yeah. It. I don't know. What are you thinking? Never and never ask the D. Split the difference. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, I'm thinking a lot of different things. <laughs> I, I, a lot of people are saying stuff. I don't know, dude. I don't know. <clears throat> Target I don't know. perfect. I don't know. We have a podcast. <laughs> I mean, the, I don't even the, know what the fuck to say, dude. The, you're, <laughs> you're like asking me this big old question, and I don't even know what I'm thinking. I mean, I'm thinking. I'm I'm thinking there are different categories of people. Sure. And while it's nice that when we're riffing together, we have the ability to, ability to be super funny and have the most ridiculous times ever. It's kind of like, what are we really here for? You know what I mean? What are we doing? And the, what I would hate for this podcast to evolve into is just a different form of like cat videos or silly Instagram videos <laughs> yeah. that have like millions of views that are undeniably funny and ridiculous but are adding no cultural value mm -hmm. at all i was talking to jenny about this the other day because she sends me some funny shit too and i look at it and i'm like you know when you watch tv commercials from the like the 50s and 60s and they're just like man those are fucking ridiculous was everybody in the u.s just dumb so dumb were we so dumb and the answer I kinda is yes thinking well, no, I'm kind of thinking that in 20 years, everyone's going to look back at all of that stuff and say, people in 20, you know, 16 to 2040 were just fucking idiots. This is what they spent their time watching. This is what they did. This is what millions of people tuned in and watched this thing. These are the things that more people are sharing with their friends than others. It's like people are literally fucking idiots. They're fucking dumb as fuck. Like, that's what people are going to say in the same way that we're just like, what the fuck was going on in 1955? Mm. Like, how how was this passing for pop culture in America? <clears throat> I know people were smarter than this, or were they? You know? And that's where my original statement, like, kind of has the weight that it needs to have if we're going to, you know, really dive into this. But it, that that is what... I do not want this to turn into. You know what I mean? And if we go too far down this lane that's not ours it's like sure we're funny but we're not comedians yeah know? right bro and, speak for yourself and there's no way that we're gonna I'm be down able at to the comedy no. store with Polly shore every night to straight entertain in that way for <laughs> no. for an hour and a half in a way that people will really really get value yeah. out of it you know there's people who have that covered you know well yeah no and, i hear you i think and i don't think there's anything wrong with being goofy but to like if i'm being really honest it's like 
when I'm at my funniest, and I think when you're at your funniest, and we're when not we're, trying to when, be funny. Well, we're doing the things that I just said that we have to take out of this podcast because <laughs> we're going to get fully roasted for it. You know what I mean? And that's not where, all of it. And that's where actual comedians have that's a where pass, they live. Where yeah. it's that's their zone. You know, they're tapped into this yeah, deeper cultural this. thing. Their job is to comment on culture and say the things that nobody else can say. Right. You know, and that's true normally. Now we're in a this weird, which I also think is a block of time where just things are like more clamped down for a lot more people than they ever have been before, you know? Sure. And it's just not for me. It's not the most comfortable time to let those things fly. Not because I don't necessarily think that I could defend my ridiculousness, not because I think I'm being a mean or bad person, but like, if we go too far down one road, it could have yeah, negative, negative implications for, for the business, who works with us. you know, and, and <clears throat> right. affect and a lot of people's of lives. People. And that's, it's like, dude, I don't really feel like I want to do that dance right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get that. But it's a trip, though. Those little funny things that we're all sending to each other, meme-related little mini videos, like, I think it does say something to what the culture wants and that's to not feel how it feels out here which is so much pressure they want to like let off steam and they're not doing it for themselves they're finding it in these dumb little crappy videos all over the place which i don't think that we should lean into that might be part of it so the other part of it might be that humans are incredibly easily distracted well that's true too and let me see if i can summarize what you're what you're saying good luck you're you're afraid of this becoming a Fart joke. And nothing but just a, a a an entertainment vehicle for right now in time. I'm saying if you're gonna listen to two people be funny and just have a good time, there's a lot better people to listen to than us. Mm. That's you a know. Good way of saying I'm, it. I'm not yeah. saying we're not <clears throat> funny true. because yeah. there's certain aspects of it. Like I, we can be really funny, but sure. the but the reality of the situation is we're. We want to do more than just make people laugh. Well, no, it's like everybody leans into their highest level individual contribution, right? It's like everybody has something to share with people. And, you know, my, my thought process is you share, you share your gifts on their highest order, right? Mm -hmm. It's, there are people who are incredibly funny and that is their highest order contribution. What makes us interesting to me is we're two friends who found each other through this industry that we both fell in love with. This yeah. is a miracle. Years later, ended up working together, and from the jump had kind of talked about, well, what if we did things this way? What if we did things that way? What if we had these ideas? And we didn't let them go. And then because of a million different circumstances, at some point we're like, we're fucking going to do this. Like, we're going to do this. So, And we're doing it. You know, I was kind of writing on this the other day where it's like, you know, first coffee job is sometime in the early 2000s. By 2013, 2014, I'm already flirting with this business that didn't work out. And then in 2016, we opened up Cat and Cloud's first brick and mortar. And I'm like, <coughs> at some point, we're just cashing in on this thing and saying like, yeah, we're going to put rubber to the road and we're going to make it happen. Yeah. And from deciding to make it happen to where we are now, we've made a million different mistakes that we've learned from along the way and 
this podcast is useful because if someone's paying attention and can apply our lessons to their sure. life, they might not have to make all of the same mistakes that we had to make. Yeah. And it's not just for business owners because we came from a barista background. It's like half of the stuff we talk about is stuff that was going on like when we were working in cafes. Like what was it like to be a frontline employee? You know, we're not that far removed from it, you know, from yeah, 2015, 16, 17, we were doing it. Yep. Yeah, it's just it's this big huge 10-year run and then to do this. So, it's like if anybody wants to know how to navigate that, there's we're, some stuff. Yeah, we're great people to learn from. And going back to what Jared was talking about earlier, we're just the result of putting in day after day, year after year, a lot of energy and intention into one thing right it's like we're very focused on coffee and hospitality and through the different ways that we're able to explore that whether that's working on the floor whether that's doing events whether that's managing cafes whether that's doing barista competitions whether that's running wholesale departments or working in marketing departments all of this knowledge and energy is just along this this one line and yeah. that's where we're getting everything from we weren't fully funded we don't have a lot of money there's no big investment stuff the business is is like is cut from scratch you know what i mean pertola yeah. started with a underfunded sba loan and a kickstarter that, that we ran out of so we did a kickstarter to finish the whole thing off yeah and that i donated to right <laughs> and which is which was amazing to see and the funny thing about kickstarter is that you can only really run a successful kickstarter if you are already somebody of note in a certain community right yeah. because if we had never done the work that we had done prior we don't get that and money. created no. the things that we've created already you don't have that whether it's you don't have that track record videos media yeah we don't have that track record and people are like that's where you get that kind of go fund me and kickstarter burnout towards you know everyone's like pitch in on our thing it's like who the fuck are you like who are you so i don't like to who ask are you i don't like to ask for things but with with the Kickstarter, it's like, hey, you know, we've tried to do right all these million different ways, engaging with the coffee community in like a million <laughs> different ways, and now we need help. So if you found value in anything that we've created, like, hook us up, and you can be a part of this thing, and you get your, you know, little party pack, and and that went well, and it's, I'm really proud of that, and yeah. I think again, Jared already said it too, but I'm just gonna reiterate. There's nothing inherently special about either of us. We're just about as regular as it gets. And I don't think everybody's highest level contribution is starting a business, but I think everybody has something that they wish that they could do. And my thesis is like, you actually can do that thing. You know? Yeah. If you're willing <clears throat> to focus enough for a long enough time and not be distracted by all the other bullshit that's going on and get to fucking work. You know, and that's, I don't know. That was like a big tangent from nowhere, but that's where I'm, that's, that's what I love about this podcast is it gives people the inside track on a couple guys' brains who have just done that. And I think that's pretty valuable. Like I wish I would have had that because when we were, when we were opening and when we were in these initial stages, like I'd started listening to podcasts a little bit before that, Yeah, but yeah. the generic 
entrepreneurial podcast they're was bad. not geared towards people like you and me. No, they're VC you know, investor people. It's geared, vibes. yeah, it's geared towards people who are like, <laughs> I have an idea, I want to build it up and sell it really quickly, yeah. or I'm like making pat like yeah. passive income. I don't actually like really care. Thing. I'm trying to get yeah, rich. I don't give a shit. It's like yeah. really money focused and not focused at all on the heart and soul of a business or being of service to anybody. So it's like, I wasn't getting that, and certainly. I'd be cool to see something now. I haven't really looked, but there's certainly when we were coming up in the barista world, there were no podcasts or anything focused on how can you be a really awesome employee and do things that are a benefit to the organization while also growing your own career and your own, you know, personal self, self. as a personal yeah. brand. Yeah. yeah. So it's like th- those are things. It's all just stuff that you wish you would have had, and that's. That's what teaching is to me. That's really what some sort of mentorship is. So, you know, if we went down a road that's just strictly funny, it's like we could sell ourselves short a little bit. I don't, yeah, I don't think. Yeah, strictly funny would not be good. Yeah. Just like strictly bluegrass wouldn't either. It's it's exciting for Hardly me to hear where you're at with it because I agree. Like, this is not an entertainment vessel. Like, the questions that I try to come up with is not just to see your guys' funny hot take. It's because I know you guys have a wealth of knowledge and experience no yeah i hear you and and so that's exciting because and that's why i wanted to have this conversation because we had this conversation back at the end of 2021 where i was just like i feel like we need to do more for the podcast and you were saying no it it is what it is like that's the magic of it we just like it doesn't need that much and so i feel like we had always been at these odds of like oh we need to put more work into it and you would come back at me and be like no, like it's perfect what it is. It doesn't need that much. And I think I'm discovering your perspective on that and understanding like where you're coming from in what you do when you sit down behind this mic. Try from, a, anyway. from a mental from a mental All standpoint. All I need is one mic. That's a Nosline. Well, keep up the good work, huh, Wiser? <laughs> you're fired. Hey everyone, that's the podcast for the week. Thanks so much for listening. If you heard something that inspired you, let us know or tell a friend. These are the types of connections that are the most important to us and that we seek to create every day. If there's something you heard and you want to know more about, send us an email to podcast at catandcloud.com or head to our website, catandcloud.com slash podcast and let us know. While you're on our site, check out everything we have to offer. Dive deep into one of our single origin coffees or pick up a little treat for yourself. We have something for everyone, so check it out. Also, find us in the usual places, YouTube, Instagram. We're always there sharing amazing things. All right, that's it. Thanks, everyone, for being awesome. We'll be back next week.